Hi, Tim Ard here, Forest Applications Training. And uh, on this episode of Along the Forest Apps Road, I'd like to share with you a Tim's Tips. A lot of people have a lot of questions about the saw chain rakers, the depth gauges, and uh, a lot of different opinions. And uh, you'll hear a little bit about that, some of it kind of recouped when I get into the actual podcast here. But I just wanted to kind of throw out a little bit of information. You know, it's, it's important to have people who understand when a chain is sharp and when it's dull. They don't necessarily have to be the person sharpening, but they do have to understand that uh, different things, you hit the ground, a rock, hard spots in the tree, whatever, it slows down the uh, cutting process. A lot of people talk about the size of chips and uh, the dust coming off of the cut. And that does make a difference, but uh, really the most important is the speed of the cut. In other words, the chain, the chainsaw and the chain should be doing the work for you. All you should be doing is guiding it. If you're having to put the saw into the spikes, apply pressure, uh, trying to force it into the cut, you're actually slowing down the cutting process. That saw chain has to come out of the groove slightly out of the rail and rock and roll left and right up and down a little bit to be able to clear the chip. If you're pressing the chain against the bar, it can't operate correctly. And so that's the important thing of setting up depth gauges. And most of the time it's about 25 thousandths of an inch below the point of the tooth. And uh, if you're not familiar with those parts, you can go onto our website and take a look at uh, Tim's tips on there. All the parts of the chain are there. Or also there's some information on our YouTube site that you can take a look at. But it's uh, it's very important that you understand how the tooth works. And then you look to make sure there's no damage uh, as you cut. And naturally you're going to get some abrasion on the teeth and that type of thing. It's going to start to dull them. But once it gets down to where it's not pulling in about an inch a second, something like that. So in other words, if you get onto a, a 10 inch uh, piece of wood, it should take about 10 or 12 seconds to cut through it. If it's taken a lot longer than that, it's time to figure out a sharpening process. So you either need to figure it out yourself, have the tools to do it, or either you need to find somebody who's set up that can take care of it for you. But it's the importance of the operator to know when to stop and sharpen or get a sharpened chain or another chainsaw because when you start pushing and pulling, it's not only bad on the saw, but it's also kind of risky on you because the more pressure you apply, the more fatigue there is, and also the chances of reactive forces are greater. And many, many times people try to take down the rakers too far. The depth gauge is too far, makes it too aggressive, and that can cause all those problems also. So listen up to the, um, the saw chain rakers. Ah, oh, those little guys on the front of the saw chain tooth. With only a little swipe of the file, I can make this chainsaw really cut. Some call them rakers, some call them drags, others, like I do, refer to them as depth gauges. Whatever you technically want to call them, some people abuse them, some confuse them, and some don't realize how they work and what they do for you. I often hear they are to be left alone. Don't mess with them. 
Others say to take them down first thing on a new chain. Most common exchange of thought is, you really don't have to do anything with them. They will wear down as you use the chain. In answer, first I would recommend, if you don't understand them, leave them alone, but take them and the rest of the chain to a professional shop for sharpening and depth gauge settings. You have to adjust them. Look at the chain tooth. The top plate area as you file it back goes downward towards the end of the top plate. As you file the cutting surface of the tooth back, the depth gauge will grow. Maybe not grow, but stick up past the tooth point. The results you will either have to set them properly or you will have to apply so much pressure to the saw to get it to cut, it will be dangerous for the saw, saw chain, guide bar, and you. Taking the depth gauges down on a new chain or at any point of the chain life below manufacturer specs is not a good idea. Check the specifications on your saw chain and make sure you use proper tools to maintain the settings as close as possible. With hand tools, it's hard to keep everything perfect, but dropping them too much below design can mean a lot of grabbing, chatter, and possibly loss of control. Well, finally, the last statement is somewhat true. They will probably wear down a little on their own in abrasive conditions. Nevertheless, under normal cutting of wood, not rocks, etc., the hardened surface of the depth gauge is not likely to wear very much, at least not wear to the tune of an exact thousandth of an inch. Proper depth gauge checks and adjustments during the filing sharpening process are as important as having two-cycle oil in your fuel mix. You can cause a lot of damage taking them for granted.